Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! You know, the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation, or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right. Away back off the pole. Francisco Lindor. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. A deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one, that's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us, please. Somebody help us. The fan. Yeah. Welcome in to the second hour of the Hot Corner. If you missed anything from the first hour, you can check us out on the Les Schwab Tires podcast. Tweet that out at 1080 the fan. Mike and I are watching the original Halloween on television right now. The chick that's about to die is way hotter than Jamie Lee Curtis. I'd save her. Well, her now. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, no. I don't know what she was like back in the day. It might have been a smoke show. Uh, turn it on AMC. Uh, she was a smoke show back in the day. Yeah, she's a pretty good looking woman. Apparently, um, I got regular season basketball, NBA basketball on the TV. Right, that's there. what I had on. Christmas already? That's what I had on, and Patrick made me turn it off for Holy Halloween. Holy goodness. I didn't realize Christmas was already here. That's not when the basketball season starts. Oh. It's not? Nope. Oh. Nope, regular season started about a week ago, bud. Get huh. with the times. I guess I'm confused. Huh. 82-game season. 82. Doesn't that seem yeah. a little long to you guys? Um, You know, I think there's a sport that plays just about twice as many games. Okay, here I- we go. We're <laughs> going to solve this argument right now. Baseball starts in April to May, June, July, August, September, Playoffs in October. That's seven months. Okay, here we go. The NBA. October to November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. That's nine. So when you want to talk to me about this sport takes too long, they play too many games, can you hurry up and get this over? You and your NBA boys can just go, bye-bye. You didn't include spring training or when uh, pitchers and catchers report. None of us give a crap about that, Joe. Hey, man, that's them working. They, that's them working. That's them having to show up also, you every can day. Then add September in for the NBA. Summer League and no. exhibition games. I went to an exhibition Blazer oh, yeah, game. Summer League too, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so but not every. No, that's June, not the same July, at all. August, September, no. October, November, December, January, February. Febrero, Macho, April, Mayo, Junio, Julio, Agosto, Septiembre, Octubre, Noviembre, Diciembre, Meses del Año. 
They That's don't NBA all year. No. I don't want to so. hear this. It's not, though. So It's the worst argument I've ever heard in my life. Well, I am presenting That's a great counter-argument. I've never done that counter-argument before, but I'm going to do it now. Dude, what? It's the 163 games is too long. Well, 82 games takes nine months in the NBA. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, oh sorry, sorry. I So I, sorry that the two MLB... Two home games in a row. Can I get two days off in between? So sorry that the oh. MLB basically breaks labor laws and has dudes play like two games, maybe even three games Bro. within like a 24... 24- a uh, 32 hour period bro people kick it in the outfield for like six innings like no one's really working and mickey, the catcher will not play both those games so he's just working hard for nine innings it's mickey mantle got slammed and banged women all day and still made it to the game okay like, so you are so if you're saying that nba basketball doesn't start till december why are you fighting this fight joe you like baseball too well no i know but i mean I'm got. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Your son would like to talk to you. No, well. no, that's not happening. <laughs> so if you're saying that the NBA basketball season doesn't start till December, then MLB season doesn't start till late September. That I'm willing to listen to, and okay. it's not late September. It's late August. It's late September. But no, I no, just, no, no, no. Here's it's ML- late September. No, the MLB season starts in in April or late March. Takes a hiatus in June and July, there and then go. returns in August. There we go. I like that. <laughs> Like, nobody cares. Is anybody really going like, oh, man, you see what the Blazers did to the Lakers? Finals, baby. I'm sure somebody did that. Or sometimes in in May, you're like, whoa, this Astros team is killing it. Are they going to the World Series? And that's an honest question. Yeah. I just don't want to hear the argument that baseball takes too long. Well, it does. Help wanted. I got a help wanted sign. I'm just going to put one right here on the studio. <laughs> anyway, we do have the World Series. I suppose we should talk about that as the Red Sox go up two games to zero over the Dodgers uh, in kind of emphatic fashion so far. Yes. yes. They Last night's game was really good, I thought, until, until Eduardo Nunez broke it open. It was a great game, and today's game was a good game, too, to be, to be mm-hmm. fair. Um, but... To go back to my point, I said I would repeat it. The Red Sox are relentless. Yeah. At any point last night in that game, did you think the Red Sox would not win? At any point? No. Tonight, same thing. Dodgers went up 2-1 to one on yeah. David Price. Did you think the Red Sox would not score and come back? Because they did almost immediately. I don't know. There was a moment. I was watching this game when Price, what was it, 2-2? I think it was 2-2. And Price had the bases loaded. And I said to myself, I know, I even said it aloud. There's the David Price I know and love. And they got out of it. That what I was surprised about. But if I were to think that Ryu is pitching and... Who's been awful this playoff. Yeah, and the Dodgers have two, and it's tied 2-2. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that Dodger bullpen, they're going to survive and get a run in somewhere. No, this isn't the Brewers. Unfortunately, and I hate talking trash about the Brewers because I like them, but no, this isn't the Brewers. I just, I never thought the Red Sox would lose this series. I, in either of these games, never thought the Red Sox would lose these these games. And as much as it sucks, and as much as I would like the Red Sox to struggle, Mm -hmm. I could honestly see a sweep. I could. Yeah. Wow. Wow. 
If, I could. If the Red Sox swept this World Series, it would probably be the worst World Series since 2012. Is that? 13 is Red. No, probably 13. 13 is Red Sox Cardinals. Red Sox. Wasn't that great. But 14 was Bum versus all of Kansas City. Right, but that went to seven games. Yeah, so. and 15 was good. Even though it was a short series, it was still good. 16, I don't want to talk about 16. 17 was good. We've had good World Series. We have. We've had very good World Series, especially because in the mid-2000s, they were just hot garbage. That's why I think it's okay if we get a sweep because, again, I'd like to point out 108 wins. Great team. Let's not overlook how great this Red Sox team is. We got a text on the Better You Today text line earlier saying, oh, I got to find it. Hold on. This Red Sox team is great, probably all time, but that Houston team was amazing too, and Dodgers still took them to seven games. What's changed with the Dodgers team? Okay, before we get to this Dodger team. Which... But that's Before we get to the Dodgers, that text says it could be all-time great. No. I'm just saying this Red Sox team has played at a level that has not been reached by many teams before this year. So let's not discount how good they are, and let's not pretend like they're not an elite team and potentially an all-time great team, especially hitting like maybe an all-time great hitting team. But I don't want to forget that just because we thought that their pitching wasn't good enough. Fair. I do think that this hitting might be some all-time great. Uh, ben and Tandy has been phenomenal. Uh, Mookie Betts has a shot right now at winning the world series MVP. They might just give it to him because they love to give out awards these days. Uh, and and he would. When was the last time somebody won the regular season MVP and the World Series MVP? I, that, I'd be really interested to hear that stat. Um, yeah, yeah. Just start thinking because I can't. I can't. Wrap I mean, on the top brain. of my head, I don't know. But um, and sometimes the World Series MVP is like David Freeze. Right. Well, David Freeze was great in that World Series. Uh, Still a great postseason hitter, by the way, Hideki Matsui. Um, but uh, as far as like this Red Sox team might be an all-time great that's where we're gonna slow our roll have you seen the lineup of the 2000 yankees okay there's hall of famers all over that team so let's let's slow our roll just a little bit in saying this red sox team is an all-time great because chris sale still looks like garbage david price i'm impressed craig kimbrell you hot garbage and i can't name three relievers for the red sox Eovaldi doesn't count. Neither does Joe Kelly. Well, he is a reliever. No, they're starters. No, no, no. no. Joe Kelly has not been a starter since he came up. I don't care. That's not true. I've seen Joe Kelly start games. And not in this, like, I'm Sergio Romo and I'm the opener kind of garbage. Years ago. I just want people, slow your roll. We do this all the time. The Cubs team that won the World Series, they were fantastic. They are not all-time great, Okay. They are not 1927 Yankees, all right? They are not. I'm very happy you keep mentioning only Yankee teams. They are not. Race. Okay, they are not the 75 Cincinnati Reds, all right? Like, that I knew team you were gonna go there when I is said that. really, really good. Big red regime. Okay. The 95 Atlanta Braves, that team is really good. Okay? So I just, I just want to pump the brakes. Look, I was just reading a text and saying I that. Know. I know. Let's not discount let's not, that let's, possibility. Agreed. But let's not live in the now. Just because they sweep this Dodger team, let's not live in the now.
Okay. Do you, I mean, do you kind of follow me on that? I, I understand. Feel like a, I feel, no, no, no. Separate question. I feel like a sweep is coming. I don't know if the Dodgers can win a game in this series. Um, Who's pitching game three? Rich Hill. Let's find out. Rich it might, Hill, it might not even be. They, they have they haven't announced, but if we can theorize, I imagine it's Rich Hill because Walker Bueller pitched Game Seven, no, right? Walker Bueller is pitching Game Three. Oh no, that makes sense because Hill came in out of the bullpen. Yeah, undecided versus Walker Bueller. So Porcello Bueller. Porcello Bueller, dude, that game could be like fifteen to fourteen. Could be, or it's probably going to be like four to three Red Sox. Yeah, this could be a sweep. That kind of sucks too, doesn't it? Although. Look, fan hat back on. Mm-hmm. Please make this a sweep. I want this World Series of devastation of teams I hate to end as soon as soon as possible. But yeah, I also would like a World Series that's entertaining. So well, yeah, it's the World Series. I love it. Um, yeah, I agree. It might be a sweep, and uh, I want to cut my tongue out for saying that. That seems extreme. Well, I'm pretty extreme, Mike. <laughs> okay. If you haven't noticed, um, if you know Patrick, you know that is the most bald face lie ever. I'm pretty extreme. Uh, when, <laughs> when we come back, I got something I want to the the the. I go whitewater rafting once a year. I'm pretty extreme. I do it like four times a year. Get away Whoa. from me, Michael. <laughs> I will strangle you with whatever thousands of cords that are not attached to anything, including my, including my computer in this studio air quotes. <laughs> if you keep talking, when we come back, I do want to address a point that was made on the text line. The Dodgers pushed the Astros to seven games last year. I would argue the, the Astros last year are a better team than the Red Sox this year. What has changed? I would like to address that. And we'll do that next. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher behind the glass. I'm Patrick Harris. This is the Hot Corner in Portland Sports Leader, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's 919 here, Portland Sports Leader. Don't you forget it. A new podcast drops tomorrow. Uh, Mike and I discuss uh, the OGs, the original gangsters for you children out there that don't remember West Coast gangster rap from the 90s. Now, we know we did a little bit of this in episode one. But it's been a while since episode one. Well, it was also very brief. Episode one was culture, not truth with like a little bit of history. And uh, there's also something in the works that may be happening that will be a lot more about history. Ooh. A little exciting. Hard tease. Not a soft one, like a hard tease. Oh, yeah. Like, there's movement down below. Wouldn't that be? Never, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> never <laughs> mind. Um, God, I want to say it, but I can't. <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's going to be coming in the future. But the, the um, God, you broke me with the that. podcast will drop tomorrow. We're talking about original breweries. Yes, four uh, o'clock tomorrow. OG beers. We're in a taste. Mm-hmm. some of the OG beers yep. before the beer of the week and just kind of see where they are now compared to where we are when we first had them, et cetera, because they do change, even though the recipes stay the same. Malts change, hops change. They'll, they'll change a little bit. Yep. And um, that'll be tomorrow's podcast, 4 o'clock. Yep. Beers on us, 4 o'clock. iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, 1080thefanradio.com. Ooh, radio.com. Look at that. They like all big time and stuff, and they got a podcast. They must think we sexy. I'm just joking. We're not. I promise. I have a mustache. 
<laughs> and my eye is half gashed open. <laughs> Dang Pullman dry weather. Anyway, so a texter pointed out Dodgers take Astros to seven games last year. Astros, I think it's safe to say Astros last year are better than Red Sox this year. Would you say that even if the Red Sox swept? Um, yeah, I, I think I would say that. Yeah, yeah, I think I think now you want to talk about all time. I think that Astros team last year might be all time. They were pretty good. Lance McCullers, Charlie Morton. Their only problem was the end of the bullpen. Was everything a else was great. Problem too. Yeah, but everything well, else really was their great. Their whole bullpen was pretty bad. Remember, they had to put in McCullers and Peacock, who were both starters in the bullpen, all of the Red Sox. And they pitched fantastic for the most part. Yeah. Springer doing Springer things. Alex Bregman in his coming out party. Berlander saying, I will not be denied an all-time team. I I won't debate. Why are the Dodgers, who are not that different from last year, why are they struggling this year? My answer, oh, you go first. I was going to say, well, they're not struggling. They're in the World Series again. Well, after you mean two struggling games. in the World Series. Yes. Okay, yes. okay. I see what you're saying. Go first. Yeah. yeah. Go first. My reason behind it is Dave Roberts. I think Dave Roberts caught this team and they finally did something last year, got to the World Series, and they believed in each other. And this year, now they expect it. And Dave Roberts has no clue what he's doing. Why does every single player on this Dodger team, Sands, Manny Machado, and Justin Turner do nothing but swing for the fences. We got guys on base with no outs. And instead of knocking them over, getting a run in here, run there, nah, let's put Chris Taylor up there. And hey, baby, just swing. You know, let's put Alex Wood in last night. Well, okay, so stuff like that. I think Dave Roberts is not a good manager. And this is what we're seeing. Two sides of the coin. The... The, the Alex Wood thing is a big deal. It's big. Because he had to know that if he put Alex Wood in, they were going to pinch hit Eduardo Nunez for Rafael Devers. That's the white flag. And Alex Wood, to me, is the white flag. That was strange to me because you have to make the other manager make the move first. Yep. And although Devers has been good in his postseason career so far, which is two years old, but he's been good in his postseason career so far, I would rather have him up there than Nunez, who's actually been hitting pretty well this postseason. Mm-hmm. Also, I would rather leave, who was it, Baez, who yep. was pitching, yep. in, instead of bring Alex Wood in, who has not been good. Alex Wood has not pitched super well this postseason. No? I would not make that decision purely on a matchup-based thing. So that, yes, that was poor managing. However, in his defense a little bit, it has become the strategy of many teams to be swing for the fence or nothing at all. So to say Dave Roberts is at fault for that a little bit much because a lot of managers do it. A lot of teams do that. And granted the Red Sox don't and they're about, well, they're likely going to win the world series this year, but I don't think it's fair to paint him as a bad manager for that. I was going to agree with you and say that was a poor decision to bring Alex Wood in. I was going to agree with you and go back to the NLCS that he kept playing Yasmani Grandal, who cost them game after game and run after run and Cle- did not clearly, hit in any situation. Clearly the worst player in the NLCS was Yasmani Grandal. And 
Grandall is not that bad of a player. No, he's not. I dig him. But as a defensive catcher, he's basically Gary Sanchez and was playing at far below even that level because he got in his own head. It turned into a mental thing for him. And he couldn't hit mm-hmm. and he couldn't stop a pitch. He kept and, blaming his glove. Yep. And it was over. Yeah. Austin Barnes is a much better defensive catcher. He can't hit a lick, but he's a much better defensive catcher. Hence why it's working now. He's not letting pitches go by. If you remember last night, Barnes blocked a couple of pitches from uh God, I'm gonna forget what reliever was in. It was one of the it was an important inning, and it was a couple runners on, and he blocked like three. Oh, it was Madsen. He blocked three awful pitches, and Grandall would have let all three of them go by. So he keeps playing Grandall in the NLCS. He brings in Wood yesterday, which was a dumb decision. Yeah, Dave Roberts is, is being outmanaged massively by Alex Cora. Alex Cora gang saying, okay, I'm going to go put Eduardo Nunez in and having Nunez hit a three-run home run to pad the lead and make it a win, that's good managing. Yeah. And even if he didn't hit that home run, I would still prefer Alex Cora's move to Dave Roberts' move. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with me, and and I think it doesn't help my argument that Alex Cora is clearly outmanaging Dave Roberts in this. Clearly. Like last year, remember, I was very critical of A.J. Hinch last year. Yeah, last very year was critical. who's going to manage worse. Exactly. I was very – and A.J. Hinch made mistakes, you know. that's And we've, we're seeing this in the World Series, whether it was Joe Madden in 2016, it was – AJ Hinch last year, it's Dave Roberts right now. We're seeing these bad managing mistakes in the playoffs. And it doesn't, it's not helping my argument that Alex Cora is doing very well. But what I like about Alex Cora is Alex Cora, when he sends Eduardo Nunez up to the plate, who is not a home run hitter, he's saying, Hey man, this is your opportunity to swing for the fences. Yeah, but this is your chance to do it, to where Dave Roberts is just like, hey, anybody that goes up there, yeah, hey, swing for the fences. And it's he's not coaching. He's not managing. He's not managing the situation. I'm not saying drop a bunt. I'm not saying hit and run. I'm not saying steal. That's not the managing I mean. It's like looking at your guy and saying, hey, Turner, get on base. I don't care what you do, get on base. He's just like, yeah, Bellinger, yeah, you're up. I'll just sit back here and watch. Well, but here's the just, thing. It just seems lazy to me. I don't think Cora even told Nunez to go up and try to hit a home run. I would disagree because, but or or he's already taught them to know the situation they're in. Well, but look at the pitch that Nunez hit. It was almost like on the on his shoe tops how he hit it. And if it wasn't for the the Green Monster being there, I mean, it, it might have even just landed in the outfield somewhere. It was a laser, but it was just it barely cleared the wall. That that was just good contact on a tough pitch to hit. That pitch was inside and low, and Nunez just raked it out of the field. So that's not necessarily go hit up there for power. If you've watched the Red Sox this year, I know you have, almost none of their guys, literally none of their guys swing for the fences. The only guy who does is probably Steve Pierce, and he's in there against lefties only because he's a great home run hitter against lefties. Yeah. But J.D. Martinez doesn't swing for power. He just goes for good contact, and that turns into power. I would I would argue, if we're just going to get a little slight, I would argue J.D. Martinez has guys on base, so they have to pitch to him and guys behind him. So he sees better pitches than he would normally see. True. But that doesn't mean he's not swinging for True. a regular hit. True. And that's the funny thing is that's more old-school baseball, but it's working. Exactly, because it will always work. Where are the Yankees right now? And this isn't a dig at you. It's like the Yankees are a home-run hitting team. Where are they? Gone. Okay, the Dodgers are here because the Brewers didn't have the arms 
And the to Dodgers be are a home run hitting team. Exactly. But if the Dodgers had the or if the Brewers had the arms, they would have probably nullified those home run swinging hits. Well, yeah, and if you think about last year, the Astros are not a home run hitting team. No, they're not. It was just Springer in the World Series who decided to just hit home runs every day. The Cubs were not a home run hitting no, team. No, not so much. So as much as that might be a good the Royal, strategy. The Royals? No, no. Of course not. Giants weren't either. No. As much as that might be a good strategy for winning in the regular season. That's what I mean. It's not in the postseason. That's, that's what I'm saying on, about Dave Roberts, but though. But stop. That's not on Dave Roberts. That's on, what's the name of the GM? Friedman or whatever his name is. That's on the GM of the Dodgers. That's on the GM of the Yankees. They're getting power guys and and telling them to try to hit home runs. It's a combination of both, but it's not just on Dave Roberts. I guess I would like to see Roberts go to a Max Muncy or a Chris Taylor. You're never going to say it to Puig, so I understand that. But just kind of say, hey, be patient at the plate. You know, I saw Chris Taylor took a walk to load the bases, and I was blown away. I was like, holy goodness, how did he take a walk? And that's the first time I've ever seen a Dodger player in this series disciplined, not named Josh Turner. Justin Turner, sorry. That, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. And I think Cora's got his guys on the right page. They're also just better. Absolutely. Yeah. By the way, before we break, I know you don't like the NBA, but this is pretty incredible. Hmm. Steph Curry, end of the third quarter, 51 points. 51? Mm-hmm. Can you get to 72? No, because they're probably going to pull them because well, they're you... winning by 18 already. Well, all I care about is 70. Well, in the fourth quarter, I mean, someone could come back. They could. Yeah, you know, people take, uh, you know, whole quarters off, and it's like, oh, crap, two minutes to go. I should probably start doing this. He's 11 of 16 from three. 11 of 16? Mm-hmm. Eh. What's Clay's numbers like? One of four from three, seven of 15 from the field. Go Cougs. 17 points. How's Aaron Baines look tonight? Is he playing? What team know. is he on now? Boston. He's on Boston. On. I still remember him as the Spurs. Uh, Aaron Baines did not play tonight. He's looking fine. Ah, he needed a night off. A lot of hustle last night. Uh, oh, that's two wrong. nights ago. Monday. They don't play back to backs, right? He need days off. Monday night, Boston lost to the Magic, ninety-three to ninety. Yeah, they need days off because they're not just standing in the outfield. Are you to quote sure? Someone else. Aaron Baines. Yeah, because they're playing defense all day, right? Are you sure, Aaron Baines on standing the around. I'm pretty sure he's still in the Celtics. I don't think he is. All right, we'll look at that later. All right, when we come back, we have fair or foul, also known as fourth, one of our favorite things. But first, here's Joe with Sports Live. Is it fair? Oh my That's goodness! That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Big voice got it wrong. We call this fourth. At least that's when I uh, send texts to these boys about uh, show sheet uh, that I like to write fourth. That doesn't happen for a few weeks. It's playoffs, man. This stuff writes itself. It is pretty easy. Yeah, but without further ado, because it's my favorite segment that we do, I turn this over to our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph. Go Ducks. Gonna lose again. Fisher the third. I don't know if I want to do this anymore after that. Like, how do you, like I said, I tried to give you guys props last week, and then apparently that's just an open door for you to sling uh, vitriol. All right, I'm done. 
No, you're not. The Duck fans were very courteous to us in in Pullman, so kudos to them. That's great. Um, For the first time ever. So, World Series is set. Dodgers, Red Sox, um, and basically... It's basically you, over now, Joe. Well, you guys hate, the, uh, hate that the Dodgers are good for some reason. And uh, the Red Sox... I don't know if we hate. I think we just don't understand. Yeah, that's basically what I mean. Uh, and the Red Sox, I don't understand how they're good. So, fair or foul, the rest of the MLB should be embarrassed that these two teams are in the World Series. Ooh, no, that's a foul. That's foul. The National League was wide open this year. And I think we even said that... Whoa, where'd the music... There it is. I, I even said that earlier this year you're like oh it's the cubs and who else so it was wide open and the cubs yeah. didn't even make the playoffs so i'm not surprised uh, the dodgers they made, made it. the playoffs wild card counts true touche um wait no 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 no, no. i thought they lost the play-in game no to the brewers yeah and then still made the wild card game oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay you're right sorry there were so many playing games. I was so confused. Um, so I, I'm not surprised the Dodgers did made it. And we all thought the Red Sox were going to be good this year. We said Red Sox, Yankees, Indians, Astros. We said that all year. Yeah. And that's what it was. And the A's wound up being the other team included in the conversation. So, no, the other other teams should not be embarrassed. That is a foul for me. I will say fair for the American League. I agree with Mike and everything you just said about the National League. I will say fair in the American League because I would argue that New York, Cleveland, and Houston are all at home going, oh, my God, we would all win the World Series if we were in this. Looking at the way the Dodgers pitching is, the way they're swinging for the fences, as we've talked about all night, I think Houston, Cleveland, and New York are all saying, if we were here, we would mash on this team. So I will say fair for the American League. Uh, but like I said, I agree with Mike. The National League was so wide open. Uh, if the Brewers weren't going to be the Dodgers, then the Dodgers were going. One second, Joe. This is not related to his question, but I just saw this, and it literally is exactly what we were just saying last segment. Alex Cora, quote, after the game, we live in an era that 210 with 30 home runs and 70 RBIs is acceptable. Joey Gallo. It's a good season. We don't believe that. Love it. I do too. Love it. And where did he? Where do you think he learned that? Being on the Astros last year, they feel the same way. Probably. And I would even argue my Cleveland Indians feel the same way. Now, if if the Yankees had a manager, they might feel the same way too. Well, but the other thing too, I was gonna at least give my team some credit, is they have nobody hitting 210 with 30 home runs. At least their guys can still hit. Yeah. When it doesn't matter. Move on, Joe. All right, we move on to Clayton Kershaw who, as we know, is not good in the playoffs or in the big moments, or at least we thought he wasn't, and then I guess he was good, and now he isn't again. So, Go Cougs. Um, last night, <laughs> uh, Andrew Benintendi went three for three off of him. Fair or foul? He's the first and only player to go three for three off of Clayton Kershaw this season. In the full season? Yes. Full, regular, Post. I mean, golly. I mean, Kershaw, he missed a little bit this year, right? A little bit. I feel like I want to say foul on this just because the chances of one guy having a good day against him, I feel like that could happen. 
but it's tough to do against a guy like him. Mm-hmm. But there's got to be someone who owns Kershaw, right? Someone who's just great against him. Yeah, Albert Pujols five years ago. I'm going to say foul. I'm going to go with fair, and Kershaw I trust, and I'm going to throw this little World Series caveat in there. To anybody that thinks Kershaw played like garbage last night, I thought he pitched better than Chris Sale. Chris Sale had a 3-2 count on every single guy that came to the plate. Chris Sale had 90 pitches. They pulled Kershaw at 78 because they were like, we need you in game four. And Kershaw got further than Chris Sale. I will say fair. Kershaw's not pitched well in this World Series. However, better than Chris Sale. Just throwing that out there. I will say fair. It is foul. He only gave it up once during the regular season, three for three. I don't know who the player is. I got the stat from MLB uh, stat of the day, which is contradictory because they post more than one stat during the day. Um, stats yeah, of the so day. Maybe it is stats of the day. I don't well, know. Now but, I'm uh, curious. Yeah, gave up three for three to someone during the regular season. Now, now I'm curious. This is going to be hard to do. How are you going to look that up, Mike? Well, I have my ways. Continue with that beautiful bean footage, Mr. Fisher. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we're against the clock, but I just had this last one. Um, fair or foul, if the NBA played five to seven games a week, the season would be done in three to four months, and everybody would be tearing an ACL, therefore making the NBA no fun. Foul, because they would actually have to play hard. They would actually have to not be divas. They couldn't go to the club every night, and they would have to actually, I don't know, try. I'm not going to answer this one, sorry. Yeah. I'm not getting into this little battle that you guys are having. It's Sorry. not a battle. It's straight facts. It's like if you like lazy, entitled athletes, watch the NBA. Well, it's if funny you because want a you game of like, attrition, then watch baseball. You know, I could probably take the clip of you saying that and someone say like, gosh, have this opinion. Like, what's your opinion about MLB players? And now I could hit play and that would apply to the same exact thing that you just said. Uh. I don't know. You're talking about okay, major league. They would actually have to work hard, dude. These guys sit in a on a bench for like 90 percent of the game, or they stand and don't do anything. Like Patrick, I. (laughs) I'm doing research. You guys are on. I don't know. I just, I just think, I just think. So major league baseball players play five times a week. And we have never, ever once heard from Major League Baseball players that that's too many games in a week. These NBA players, they were playing four, and they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. What about, like, two a week? Four? Like, I got to go to a hotel and then a club (laughs) and shoot around? Have you ever been to a shoot around? Do you know how difficult a shoot around is? We don't even run plays. Have you been? I don't even listen to my coach. Batting practice. I don't even know how to spell defense. What is batting practice? I I, I used to shoot free throws every day when I was seven, and I haven't shot one since in practice. We talking about practice. Is that any different than taking BP before the game? We're talking about practice, BP is warming up. Oh, my God. A shoot around? A shoot around? They don't even practice in baseball. Major League Baseball players practice in February and March and then never practice again. That sounds like they have to do even less now. They don't practice and they just stand around or sit on a bench for the uh, most of the game. I'm done with this. <laughs> That's fair or foul. That's our man, Joe Fisher, who always locks it down. I love him. I love you, Joe. I love him. Just want to make sure everybody knows we're all one big happy family here. When we come back, we'll finish this bad boy up like we always do and probably make some stuff up. Hot Corner, 1080 The Fan.
Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Mike has found the person. He has the highest defensive war at shortstop in Major uh, League Baseball. Behind Anderson Simmons. My guess was Anderson Simmons. He said wrong but right position. So it's a shortstop. In the same division as Clayton Kershaw. Oh, Trevor Story? No, he's trash. My bad. Oh, Brandon Crawford. No. Is it? It's going to be like someone like Nick Ahmed or something like that. What, what is it? Kettle Marte. It's Kettle Marte. Oh, that's disgusting. Right team. Kettle Marte, three for four in the game, three for three against Kershaw. I almost said Gene Segura. I think Ahmed, I think Ahmed <laughs> plays second base. I also think Ahmed was the guy I was thinking of with War, so sorry for confusing you. No, but. you're fine. You're fine. I would have never got so Kettle the, Marte. My strategy for doing it, for those curious as to how I figured that out, I went to Clayton Kershaw's game log, right-clicked on every box score, and opened in a new tab. Yeah, that's the right way to do it. And then I scrolled each game, and every time I found a player with three hits, which was rare, by the way, I went to play-by-play and saw where his hits came and uh, Kettle Marte. There was a hot moment when Mike said Christian Yelich and my sports pants got, like, explosive Hulk-style tight. But Yelich went three for five and started off over two against Kershaw. Yeah, yeah. The and then the, then the bullpen came in and he was like, ooh, I get hits. And then once it was David Freese was three for three and I went, that has to be it. Kershaw only faced him twice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> when he was on a different team before Pirates. he was on his team? Yeah. Uh, so I got a question. We got Halloween coming up, right? Next Wednesday? Correct. So there's probably a party I'm going to have to go to this weekend, and I got this mustache, right? You do have the Gardner Minshew. Oh, man. I bet you I can throw this football over them mountains. Excuse me, over them mountains. Dem. Um, But I think I've decided what my Halloween costume is going to be. Okay. The problem is, is I need to use it on Saturday night, most likely, and Wednesday night. The problem is, is I think I want to be Charlie Chaplin. Okay. How do I get through Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and the day of Wednesday with a mustache that looks like Charlie Chaplin? You don't. Yeah. Especially if we have a podcast to record on Sunday where you need to be seen in a semi-professional setting. Yeah. So, But I want to be Charlie. I can do it for free. So be Charlie on Saturday and then shave that and then change your costumes. Idea. But I don't have another costume. My other costume was Lando. Man, you can't grow a mustache back in four days. That's lame. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Mike. I'm kidding. <laughs> and you can't go blackface. We all know that. Well, I wouldn't do that. But I want to be Lando, too. Donald Glover Lando? No. no. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. I'm okay. actually thinking about just being Billy D. Williams. Colt 45. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. walk around. Well, but I, I really like the idea of being Charlie Chaplin and not talking to anybody. But do you think someone's going to come up to you and be like, why are you Adolf Hitler? No, because I'd be in a black suit with a top hat and a cane. I, and I, I'm and well I'd aware probably, of what Charlie I have, Chaplin I would have two Chaplin forks like. on potatoes and we just dance the whole time. I'm well aware, but I don't know if other people would be well. That's what I'm saying. Is society that stupid to not know that I'm Charlie Chaplin and not Adolf Hitler? Patrick. Hitler is in, like, a brown military Pat, suit. Patrick, I'm in a dirty, dirty black suit with a top hat. Can you stop? Dancing with potatoes. Is society that stupid? Yes. Yes. God, I hate you people. You got to be careful with the weird short mustache for no reason. Well, but Charlie did it to make fun of Hitler. 
Who do more people know? Charlie Chaplin. Wrong. This is so dumb. <laughs> I hate Hitler so much for this. Oh, just for this. Well, I mean, not obviously. for the murder of a lot of a lot of people. No, it's not murder. It's genocide. Come on, Mike. <laughs> Let's not be insensitive here. Right. Sorry. He tried to wipe out a nation. Tried to wipe out an entire people. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, like multiple entire peoples. Yeah. He just did a lot more for for one time. Uh, I but I just want to be Charlie Chaplin. Okay. Then shave the mustache on Sunday. If you want to be Charlie Chaplin, you cannot go around the Hitler stash. It's called the Hitler stash for a reason. What if I just dressed as Charlie Chaplin on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? Every day. You could do that. He was dirty, so my clothes would just get dirty. I would bathe. Okay. You could do that, but then they'd be like, why are you Why are you like the planter's peanut guy? Well, you could just hang out like downtown. <laughs> <laughs> planter's peanut guy. <laughs> You can just hang out downtown for the next couple of days. He doesn't have a mustache. He has an eyeglass. Well, neither would you because you're going to shave it. <laughs> that is true. You could just hang out downtown for the next couple of days, and while that suit gets dirtier, uh, dirtier you just uh, blend in with the transient homeless people. I don't know, man. There's a lot of people downtown that I don't think homeless or not would take too kindly to that mustache. Uh, I don't know. Depending on the day and if the right uh, protesting group is down there, they might uh, ask you to join arms, brother. Who oh knows? God, can you imagine that? Be terrible. Like, no, no, this is for a Halloween so costume. Terrible. I swear. How are we in a world that I can't be Charlie Chaplin for Halloween? You can. Twice. You just can't be Charlie Chaplin and then to continue to wear the mustache without the costume Funny, for three have, straight days. I'd have to go to work on Monday and Tuesday, and people would be coming and just be like. You could be a Charlie Chaplin uh, impersonator for three, four straight days. How about that? I couldn't talk. Yeah, you don't have to explain yourself. But that's part of, like, the whole idea as to why I want to, you know, go to a Halloween party as Charlie Chaplin. Like, then I don't have to talk to anybody. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. Well, if you don't want to talk to anybody, do it for three, four straight days. I bet she'll really like it. I mean, I can mark that if you want. <laughs> I was like, are we waiting me out or what's going on? I was here? like, Joe, did you really just say that? <laughs> like, don't don't threaten me with a good time, dude. Three, four days. Need some Gatorades for that. <laughs> my God. If I didn't want to talk to anybody for three, four days, I'd just hole up in my house. Does Ray count? No, no. We 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 speak telepathically. Mm, okay. I just look at her and I'm like. And she goes, what? And she's like, Meow. I'm like, you talked. I win. <laughs> she's becoming more meowsive lately. Meowsive, I totally made that word up. Uh, so moral of the story is, I guess we can't be Charlie Chaplin for Halloween because society can't handle the fact that maybe I am trying to make a statement. Correct. I find this hot garbage. Look, I'm just, I'm just telling you the facts, man. You could try to do it, and then people are going to be like, dude, why is Hitler here? Real quick. I didn't know Hitler was bald. There's a good chance when we come back next week, the World Series is over. Yep. But I believe John's going to be the week after that. Really? Yes. Ooh. I checked Ooh. with him, and since Joe's going to be out next week, I'd like for the three of us to be in the studio together. Yes. So that would be the following week, which would be the first week in November that we'd have John in here. Is this called the studio? 
Yeah. Are we in a studio right now? Yeah, we are. Oh, nice. Despite the fact there are wires everywhere. We're in a studio. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, good luck for the rest of the World Series. I hope you guys enjoy it. Have a safe and happy Halloween, but we'll see you next Halloween. I mean, this Halloween, because we'll be here on Halloween. I just am assuming everyone's partying this weekend. Unless you're in Pullman. Then you party every day till Halloween. Because why not? Let's party. Go Cooks. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, Brian the Glass, I'm Patrick Harris. Enjoy your evening. Go do something I would do. Like beat organ. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend it here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.